When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Uh, Phil Tautalangi joins us now. Teared up with Phil. Uh, 7 a.m. on Saturday mornings here on SENZ. Uh, Phil, good morning to you. Uh, another um, very elite tournament played uh, over the weekend, really. Uh, this beautiful venue. Uh, and Victor Hogland coming up with uh, Eagle Eagle Birdie and then a three stretch, a three hole stretch, which pretty much summed up. Uh, first place and the million bucks. So uh, he's had a good year, Hogland. Yeah, Morten, uh, uh, you're right. It kind of gets to this time of the year. It's a bit of a silly season where, um, you know, it's a little bit of a uh, holiday cash grab for those that are, uh, are talented enough, that's for sure. Um, and don't decry that. I mean, uh, Tiger, obviously, uh, and we'll get around to him, I'm, I'm sure, in just a couple of moments. Has this little event um, out in the Bahamas. Um, it, it, there's a technicality that uh, the appeal is put together by the PGA to um, through a you know inclusion of those that have played well throughout the season the world golf rankings of course Tiger gets a couple of invites here and there and so 20 man field uh, stack load of cash official world ranking points which um, a lot of a lot of the rank and file kind of go geez really um, not a not only is it a select field for the few, but you kind of pad your, uh, your positioning in the in the world rankings as well. But that's all part of running an event of, of this nature. It's not all just about uh, raising funds for, for Tigers Foundation. But, uh, you know, if you're going to have an incentive for the top players in the world to come and play, it's sort of getting a call from Tiger is mostly enough to come and hang out mm. in the Bahamas for a week. But, um, but you know, it's, it's all part and parcel of putting an event on. And, and look, are they meaningful? Do they do they fit in the highlights reel of a, of a player's career? No, but I guess for a player like Hovland, who's 23, 24, um, is is kind of in that next echelon of young players that maybe isn't isn't quite as much in the headlines as uh, as the likes of Morikawa, who's already ticked off a major championship or two. Um, he, he kind of gets to compare himself against the best. Yeah, they're not playing in a major championship venue, but if you um, you get to weigh yourself up against the best coming down the stretch, wherever the tournament is, um, you never know where that might parlay in the, with the coming season. Here's one for the club golfers to make you feel a little bit better about uh, making the odd mistake on the course. Uh, Stenson and Spieth <laughs> hitting off the wrong tees. Hitting off the wrong tees and getting... Uh, 
getting shot penalties, uh, two shot penalties because of that. Yeah, no, I guess this is the, the nature of uh, the, the course there is they've got multiple different tees that they can use with different wind conditions and this and that and the other. And look, when, in a 20-man field, when you uh, you start the day, the final day, in 19th and 20th position, regardless of what check you're going to get uh, deposited in your bank account the next day, maybe your mind might be elsewhere. And uh, it appears like the setup was uh, changed a little bit uh, for the final round. And uh, the crazy thing for me in this, Smithy, is that I can get it that the players are kind of having a conversation and they walk straight up to the tee box where they played off from yesterday. But they had two caddies there as well. And they had a couple Mm. of officials walking around. And no one, no one picked it up until they got down the fairway rules. Officials said, ah, you guys teed off the wrong hole. Come back, hit another couple. We'll uh, we'll add a couple of shots. Yes, it made absolutely no difference to where they finished in the field. But you're right. I think uh, a lot of a lot of club golfers will take solace in that. that Jeez, even even the best in the world do that from time to time. <laughs> I must admit, I did find that uh, I found that quite amusing. <laughs> uh, to be honest, the Hero World Challenge was the event over the weekend, and uh, the host of that event, Tiger Woods, who normally. Uh, I remember when it was first played, it was uh, it was touted really as his tournament. Uh, Hero getting in behind him, and and uh, of course it was great to see him back there hitting uh, a few buckets of balls from time to time. But uh, an interesting press conference where he uh, he basically said, "Let's uh, let's not get carried away here." Yeah, look, it was uh, very very interesting. I've listened to it a couple of times, Smithy, because you've um, with Tiger throughout his throughout his career, he's been a mastermind of the media. Um, there was a little period there around 2009, 2010, where the media felt like they might have got the better of him. Um, but um, but for the most part, he doesn't give away much, and and you don't get you know you don't get amazing quotes out of, out of Tiger. But it was interesting to listen to it just a few times over and and try and decode it. And I guess if, if having the privileged position of of knowing him personally and kind of having personal conversations with him um, around the tour, you kind of get a feel for, OK, well, that, that's what he says at the press conference, but what does that really mean? And I, and I kind of took this up a little bit just a couple of weeks ago when he posted his first swing video, um, and he said, getting there. And a lot of people, you know, a couple of, couple of words, what does that really mean? And you know, a lot of people were kind of infatuated with the fact that he was posting a swing again and that there was a track man down there but there was a whole heap in that that three second video that suggested that this wasn't his first day back out on the range A, that's never what Tiger does he never just turns up unprepared so he's never going to put something else on social media unless it's kind of passed his uh his, his eye test and um, it was his press conference at his tournament here a couple of weeks ago he talked about a couple of things that got my eye one that, that his, his schedule is going to be restricted going forward well that's nothing new however it's going to be interesting as to what events will be on that there's major championships he's all exempt for life exemptions into a couple of them um, he hosts a couple of tournaments, so he's going to play in those ones as well. Um, but then, you know, if it's 10 tournaments a year, what, what are the other events that are going to be on that schedule? And, um, you know, he suggested that possibly they're going to be close to home. And so that was one thing that was interesting. The other thing is he said, look, um, forget about it if you think I'm going to play a full schedule. Um, but he did reference Ben Hogan that uh, after his car accident back in the late 40s, came back and won major championships after that. So maybe a little giveaway that he is most definitely not done with trying to win major championships. 
but he's done preparing in the same way that he has throughout his career. And so it will be an interesting space. He, he plays cat and mouse with, with the media, with the fans, uh, with everyone that, that takes interest in his career. Um, I suggest that, that he will play a little bit in the start of 2022. He may even tee it up in the next couple of weeks in the father's son. Um, but I think there's a fair bit more that's going on in the background there um, because he doesn't just turn up and hit balls on the range like he has uh, in the last few days and show himself off to the public um, mm. without knowing that there's a little bit on it. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? Uh, even then, probably the biggest headline um, uh, overshadowing the event itself. But that is the drawing power of the man. Now, hey, Phil, you've got an exciting new... Um, a development you've been working on and what opens this Friday near Hamilton? Yes, but it has been for me three years. We actually had a project team hit around yesterday afternoon which was um, which was great for a number of different people. Look I've been involved yet in, in with my design partner Brett Thompson and designing the new it's called Tieki Golf Estate. The, it's the old Lockheel golf course from Riverside Golf Club right beside the uh, Mystery Creek rounds there in, in, in the Tron. Um, been a three year project Smithy and so um, we've been fortunate to have a lot of great people work alongside us uh, build the golf course and um, she's just about to uh, to cut the ribbon actually first tea times tomorrow morning um, no surprise is that the golf fanatic Eric Murray has secured a tea time uh, he's an absolute golf nut and looking forward to playing the course so um, pretty full tea sheet the next uh, next few days for the public they'll be able to get, a, uh, get their first look at it um, after Christmas um, but I know a lot of the members that um, that have been keen and supportive of the whole process so uh, really keen to get out there and have their first hits over the next few days. Interesting, actually doing the same thing um, at uh, Hastings at Bridge Par very shortly uh, once they get all sorts of permits and things sorted out they've voted to do that as well so nice to see some of the traditional old courses um, taking the big step of, of redeveloping and moving forward for those players in the future, I think it's uh, it's quite exciting, Phil. Uh, one of the things we're, we're talking about this morning uh, is great sporting rivalries. You'd, you'd have seen a few over the years. Yeah, have, have done. Um, haven't been a, a part of too many. Familiar that you, you, you reserve people a bit more talented than myself, but um, I, I mentioned, uh, heard there uh, talking about that at the start of the show and some people that have been texting in. I guess in the golf round, everyone's kind of wondering if, if Tiger's ever really had a rival, to be fair. He's mostly had plenty of rivals, but none that have stood up to him on too many Sundays and major championships. I think we kind of missed out on, on a, an era where it could have been Mickelson, it could have been Owls, it could have been Singh, it could have been Garcia, it could have been anybody that kind of stood up to Tiger and, and generally they, um, they all came second or, or third. Um, I think you know one of the, the the sporting events as much as anything that's created this rivalry and and it seems like it's kind of living longer and I hope it doesn't get too matey matey um, is of course the Ryder Cup really. I think that's um, you know the one event that that every couple of years it brings the best players in the world. They've become a lot closer because a lot of the European tour players, of course, now play full-time on the PGA Tour. But in years past, uh, it was the one week where outside of the major championships, the best players from Europe and the best players from the PGA Tour would come together. There would be all sorts of name-calling. There would be matches where there were not shots given. There were... um, you know the odd time where a glove was torn at the right uh, at the wrong moment in the middle of a downswing. There was all sorts of uh, stuff going on outside the ropes as well. And uh, the years when when Dallas Spiros was leading the European team, um, and maybe Paul Azinger was leading the uh, the American team, there were some uh, 
some moments when you would put them down as not only the biggest rivalry, but maybe some of the biggest feuds in sport, and uh, they were great scenes. Well, as always, great catching up with you, my friend. Uh, 7 o'clock Saturday mornings, teared up with uh, Phil this Saturday, up and running. Hey, and good luck uh, too with uh, Tiaka. Sounds very, very exciting, mate. Yeah, appreciate that, Smithy. And hey, look, I just wanted to just give a quick quick little shout because we had that great uh, campaign mm. Movember through the month of November. And although yep. that's kind of done and dusted, we, we had the pro pro golfers garage sale and we've still got a couple of items that are, that are going there. Foxy put a set of irons up last week. Mark Brown put a set of irons up in a, in a golf bag that's got the Movember emblem on it. Um, I can announce to you that uh, later on this week we're going to have a couple of wedges signed by our own Lydia Coe that she's donated up on that garage sale, which will go through and we'll cancel everything out just be the week before Christmas. The 17th of December, we're going to cancel everything out, all of those funds going to our friends at Movember. So encourage you to go on the Movember website, Golf New Zealand are behind it, and then the auction site where everything's sitting up is the Good Sell website. Um, so encourage those golf fans, if they want a bit of memorabilia, to uh, to go along to that site. Sounds like a hell of a present for Christmas to me. Uh, kids, Wouldn't sons, be bad. Number, one, yeah, number one, two, three, son, if you're listening, uh, get on that website <laughs> on behalf of Dad. Uh, that would be nice. Hey, Phil, thank you very much for, for your time this morning, as always. Um, uh, have a great Christmas, too, um, and, and hope yeah, you get everything you deserve. Yeah. Cheers, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, Phil Tatarangi there, folks, uh, with his normal slot uh, this time on a Tuesday, uh, keeping us up to date. Uh, exciting news about uh, Tiger. Exciting news about Tiaki near Hamilton, the old Lockheel course, uh, being rejuvenated and uh, opening up for the public uh, around Christmas.